been a really, really long time. There's been so much going on that I really just didn't have the strength for it. But um, I know that sometimes, like shifting away from negativity or things that are cold in your mind or taking up too much space can be a good thing. So I'm back and um, I'm going to keep going. Anyway, today I'm going to, um, if you're not from Hull, and actually I didn't know that this library existed on a place called Boulevard and Hull. Um, it's go- I'm going to a creative writing class. Sorry, I'm still quite tired. Um, it's called the Strong Woman Creative Writing Class. So I'm just, I suppose, killing a little bit of time before I go and promised a couple of days ago that I'd write this blog, uh, write this podcast, so I'm all over the place, do this podcast, you don't write the podcast. Um, so I wanted to talk about red flags, um, I'll probably do a few different podcasts about this because red flags are just, I think years ago people knew that these things were wrong, but society was so different and social media um i just think meant that people were so aware of well they didn't they couldn't communicate as easily as they can now i suppose it was all very different um so red flags are for me more so now after my very very abusive relationship um, they can be quite frightening because everyone's level of red flag is different um, and unfortunately I get a lot of men that seem to be absolutely super obsessed with me very fast um, and in so many different ways I didn't think it was possible <laughs> so even on like a dating platform these guys will give you so many red flags. I, I just, I've so I've spent like the last couple of years fending off guys that are absolute red flags. Um, and I think on their part, it's self-harm. Like they've got no self-respect at all. They have got no morals, not all men, but I would say, unfortunately, 99.9% of these men on these dating apps um, have got virtually no self-respect, um, no morals, no standards. Um, and then when you stand up to them, they they make out that it's you and not them. So that's fine because, yeah, whatever. So you can report those guys and the dating app that I use uh, now takes that stuff really, really seriously. So a lot of these things are really are like almost like gaslighting or fogging as well. So um, they're very manipulative and underhand and think it, and listen, if you think something's funny, and the other person isn't laughing. It's not funny. 
you're demoralising the person. So if you say something because you want to hurt someone or you think you're being a bit clever and you, um, in in their eyes, want to get one up on you because I don't know, you've rejected them or you said something's not okay, they've taken something too far, they will pretend that they're joking with you, but they're not. They're trying to hurt you because they're not emotionally intelligent enough to say, oh, I feel hurt. So they... Um, they get passive aggressive. So like, there's just so many red things with red flags like, um, God, do you know, like why am I even struggling with so much to say about this topic? Why, there's, there's, there's so many things that like, if they start talking negatively about their ex-partner or other women saying that they're crazy and all this, uh, red flag or they're rude or you say oh, I really don't want to talk about that red flag for me in particular is when a guy gets sexual and it's like a couple of messages in and I say yeah I'm really sorry um, I'm really uncomfortable with that and then they just kind of like stonewall you for me it's just like oh right so did I need to go along with um, your you sexualising me narrative so you feel comfortable and I feel uncomfortable well it's a dating app so I don't have to do that and I actually don't want to do that so you know I'm a stranger you should respect me actually they should respect themselves first um so that's a good one um so when you haven't or when you've matched with someone and then you've not spoken but you've unmatched them because it something just didn't feel right or you you wasn't as attracted to them as you thought when you swiped right and we're all guilty of that um and because my name's unusual they've just gone to my instagram and messaged me there because they've got upset it's kind of the point that you unmatch so you don't have to have communication with these people um so yeah another red flag and then there's guys that i've spoken to and there's been something just not felt right. So I've um, cancelled it, like a date or something. And weeks and weeks after these guys have gone absolutely mental at me. And I'm just like, okay, I, the, that gut feeling that I had, I'm learning that I was right. I, that There was something very, very wrong with that person. Um, rudeness, I don't, I don't understand why men think that rudeness is remotely attractive because it isn't um so many things you know for me like i will talk to someone and say hey that's not okay i'm not comfortable with that please don't talk to me like that or i don't really want to talk about that topic it's too personal it's always something sexual like these guys can't leave it alone so i'm just like no, I'm not willing to talk about that, you know. Um, <clears throat> and a lot of guys get really, really upset when a woman says no. Uh, which, you know, it's quite frightening. They obviously don't understand consent at all. Um, yeah. So many frightening stories. Men who I've dated who, for whatever reason, it fizzled out. 
whatever reason, um, rematch with me and think that they're a catch and that I always like want to rematch with. I always like swipe right just to see what they're gonna do, um, because I'm really curious. Like at the same time, I'm curious. I want to know how people work, and then think that I actually want to go on a date with them when all all I want is a couple of answers, a bit of closure, um. And then they get offended by the fact that I work out with them after they've been pretty shady with me. Like, so when I was last in therapy, I learned about attachment, um, attachment issues and things like that. And I always kind of used to believe that no one else would like me because this person um, did it, liked me and then didn't like me. And I would kind of cling on a little bit. And then I learned that there's loads of people out there that will like me. What am I so frightened of? Why am I clinging on to something that's that they don't want? It's like it's that's like self harm. That is definitely self harm. So I learned to kind of understand that feeling and understand that there is many, many men and women that would like to date me, and not to be frightened to kind of cut someone loose and just said, do you know what, I'm better than this, I don't deserve to be spoken to like this, so let's leave it there. And I always screenshot these conversations and these profile pictures, just in case they start doing anything else. Um, Because unfortunately, I would say a good 75% of these guys, and it's always the guys, it's never the girls, um, go on to further abuse me. So if you're listening and you've done something shady to me, your name's on a police record somewhere just in case you do it to another girl and I ain't sorry I'm protecting myself I'm protecting my peace and if you go do it to another girl I'd quite happily give evidence against you so you should know that and if you got took your time to get to know me better you would know that I'm the kind of person that I'm not going to stand for bullshit for me and I'm not going to stand for bullshit with other people for other people <laughs> I'll protect other people, even if I don't know them. So, you should just be a decent person, really. Because they've got your photo. In some cases, they've got your telephone number. And they've got the screenshots of you being disgusting to me. Um, and that's life, isn't it? It's called accountability. Uh, and if you think you can send disgusting photos, or threats, or vile personal messages which is emotional abuse, which is illegal, and you send that stuff to me, well, it's not going to work out very well for you. Especially if you go around doing it to loads of other women, they all ring the police, and then you're held accountable for that. Dear. So, yeah, it's just like a bit of a yawn moment, because it's just really weak and and uh, I guess I'm a raging feminist but what men don't understand about oh yeah that's another red flag isn't it when a guy don't get his own way and he calls a woman a feminist or something like that feminism is about equality and you're using that word like it's something dirty and something to be ashamed of how is someone believing in equality dirty or something you could use as a weapon to hurt someone because that makes no sense does it all that says is that you're homophobic probably sexist 
misogynistic and frightened of everything because you've got a fragile ego. And I actually feel sorry for men like that. But anyway, so yes, sometimes people say things that they don't mean, which is less a red flag and maybe a mistake. But the difference there is when someone says something or does something that's uncomfortable to someone else and they own it and they go, I'm really sorry, I didn't mean it that way or I shouldn't have said that. I apologise. Then I'm all good, you see. Then I'm like, no problem, great. And we're back to like, it didn't happen, it wasn't said. I'm, I'm all good with that. It's when someone repeats that behaviour or that, or the pattern of red flags and manipulation um, escalates and gets stronger and worse. I'm unwilling to sacrifice my peace for someone who thinks that abuse is the only way to go rather than being emotionally intelligent and actually talking about something because even if you have a conflict of um, ideas or opinions which is fine you can retrospectively uh, kind of talk that through you know some things can be really really difficult and also some things are quite triggering and uh, triggering I think is a bit of a pandering word but you know that's just my opinion something can hurt someone and it brings up the past and I understand that but the difference is don't choose anger to think that you can express yourself with that talk and go hey okay in the past that's really really hurt me and then the other person who said it hasn't it has the opportunity to apologize and or just say I'm yeah just say I'm sorry I understand can we approach this a different way because you can be diplomatic in a hard situation in something that's heated it doesn't have to get overly personal in fact it doesn't have to get personal at all like slinging words at each other um or one person my ex-partner used to love trying to hurt me when I would unintentionally say something and his words were tit for tat and all that crap, which is disgusting, you know. We're not on a school playground anymore, are we? Um, well, not in my life anyway, in my world. Uh, so, yeah, he couldn't... Um, wasn't emotionally intelligent. And he would demand things from me, like I should be honest and open. But um chose abuse and abusive words and emotional abuse to, uh, as a weapon actually, he couldn't say, hey, that hurt my feelings. He would do anything but the right thing and then try and blame me for, well, anything. Uh, Oh, yeah, and apparently I should say sorry even when I don't mean it so he feels okay. That's not how apologies work, is it? Um, you say sorry when you mean it, not to appease the other person because they're a spoiled little brat who um, wants to get their own way and can't handle that a woman can handle herself because they're a raging kind of... misogynistic narcissist who he's not getting his own way with me 
so anyway yeah I just so since I learned about all the attachment issues and things like that I learned a whole lot about I think about confrontation or saying actually yes yeah, saying no so um I had one guy who asked me to video myself saying that I'm happy to meet him can you imagine that and I was like I am not willing to do that that's bizarre um it was very strange what he was asking of me um and I let him know in known certain terms that if he contacted me again I'd contact the police because that was so weird um and actually he did contact me and I rang him and he was like is this Claire is this Rachel and I'm like oh my god how many women are you hurting how many women are you being disgusting with and I was just like wow okay and then when I told him he was like leave me alone like I, how do you even get to the point in your mind where you ask a woman to record herself on video saying that she's happy to meet you the nerve of these guys is absolutely unreal like massive red flag like I don't even know what that is so I am thinking because I have an agent um, to write a book eventually about all of this because I do believe that it doesn't matter if loads of people don't listen to this podcast if loads of people don't believe in me if I can reach one person and one person feels safe or feels that they can relate to it I've done my job I've done what I needed to do um, and I honestly believe that <clears throat> sharing because abusers don't want us to share they don't want us to talk to each other men who are disgusting towards women don't want women to talk um, and I will not be deterred by any man who thinks he has the right to push me around and I hope you're listening to this because you know exactly who you are and uh, the end's coming thankfully so yeah red flags are huge and they're in so many situations and that kind of I thought it was generational you know I thought it was the older generations but there's this younger generation of entitlement and thinking that they get to degrade people um in any which way because they're hair and they can't convey how they feel that's really frightening it's like a massive tidal wave of these entitled brats um, who think that they get to demoralise people anyway I need to really go because I've got um, a car coming to pick me up so this is just part one of talking about red flags uh, I hope you're okay I'm so sorry for the break but hey we all need time for wellness and self-care. But I'm always here. I'm Sidel. I'm Let Us Talk About It.